Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys, and tonight I'm hanging out with Colin, the third place Bernier. Welcome in. If you didn't say the third place Bernier, I was going to say it. <laughs> yeah, Thank I figured you. that was coming. <laughs> if anyone didn't know, coming off a huge week here. Uh, I mean, literally a huge week. You are look like a fucking fantasy genius at this point. Coming from where you came from to make it into the playoffs to third place is, I mean, it's really good. A lot of luck, but we'll take it. And you did it. You have Gabe Davis, who is still at zero points. It could possibly earn you more points, but obviously you've already defeated me, so it doesn't matter. So did you hear anything? Like, do you know what they're going to do for fantasy? I do not know. Yeah, they. I pulled um, it up and it said it gave an update. It says the Bengals versus Bills game on Monday, January second, has been postponed by the NFL. The current matchup period will be extended. We will provide more information as it becomes available. Which, yeah, I don't. The basically, what do you think I'm, that means? I'm assuming. Well, from what I understand, they are not. Bills and Bengals are not playing this week at all and i think they are scheduled they're set to play their regular week 18 opponent interesting i think the caveat is this might be up to you but week 18 is the last week of the season and then the playoffs and both of these teams are playoff big time playoff contenders i would say they're both probably going to make the playoffs but is going to play into seeding. I mean, I guess the Bengals haven't quite won the division yet, so this is this means a lot for I them. I haven't even looked in that. <laughs> you know, I've been kind of selfish thinking about fantasy. Like, how does this affect all the bets? And yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to focus on more than just fantasy when when you're yeah. uh, you know up at the top. But but yeah, I was looking into all that today, and it's it's interesting. I'm assuming they're going to have to play before the playoffs start. So that that gives like a two week period, basically. So, thankfully, well, I guess we do have one undecided game because of it. Yeah, basically, it in our league it doesn't matter for any matchups except for one, which is an important, an important matchup. One, it's <laughs> yeah. the pit bull down at the bottom. Um, Mike versus Shuey. Let me pull it up real quick to see. Currently, Mike has 138.58, and Shuey has 146.18. So, who, who do we have left? Eight. Mike has T. Higgins and the Bills defense, and Shuey has nobody. He's done. T. Higgins has 2.3 points already, and the Bills defense has eight points. But obviously they're postponed. We kind of buried the lead. I can't actually. If I'm Mike, I'm saying, hey, we gotta wait till this shit is played or something else. If I'm Shuey, I'm saying, hey, game's done. Right. So actually, I did. I texted them shortly before we started recording. They haven't. Neither of them have texted back yet. But I basically gathered information through the day and wanted to keep them, you know, in the loop. Right in the loop. And because this obviously affects them the most, I want to make sure that, you know, it's, it's fair, fair and transparent as much as it can be. 
So basically, I just said to them, like, regarding your matchup, I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to if if the NFL makes them play in a reasonable amount of time, I mean, I guess we could just wait. <clears throat> and this was one of the options that I sort of gave to them. We could just wait to see when they play this game and just let the points populate as they will. But that's going to be, you know, not this week, but more than likely next week, like after week 18. I did see a lot of a lot of the like other leagues have already like not ESPN, like some of the like fantasy football specific ones have said basically if like right now they're considering it, the default is going to be the game's over. Right. And then they give the commissioner the tool to like rerun it if the game gets played. Yeah. So I don't know what ESPN is going to do, but I also, one of the options, basically here's the five options I gave him. One, the matchup is final and the score is what it is. And just like you chalk it up to it. Just that's what happened in week 17 as shitty as it is. And just as a caveat, I don't necessarily like any one of these over the other ones. It's just like they're all bad. The options I I can consider. Yeah. And I'm open to other options as well. Number two, both teams will set a lineup only using players currently on their roster for week 18. And they start at zero, both of them, and they just have a rematch in week 18 with the players on their roster right now. Number three, they both set a lineup for week 18 and their week 18 scores are added to their current week 17 scores. Um, It's like the way my sister's league does their playoffs. Basically, they add two weeks up to try to get like a better, like a more even understanding or total, you know, an average of your team's performance. Like basically... This week, Justin Jefferson did nothing for me. And so uh, if we did like the two-week thing, hopefully next <laughs> week he would earn those points back. But like, you know. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, on to bigger things. You know, as commissioner, I just got to keep it turning. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Um, Wheels keep moving. Number four, and I kind of like this one. It was an idea I heard on a podcast I listened to basically they both pick a DFS lineup. We just talked about DFS in the last one and it DFS stands for daily fantasy sports, but basically we'd pick one game in week 18 and we'd give these guys a certain budget and they go and they buy a lineup between the two teams playing in this single game. And whoever earns the most fantasy points, like with their lineup, wins. That's my favorite so far. And obviously, that's a very basic understanding of it. And I, we, we would have to go over it more in depth with both of them to make sure they understand like what they're doing. But I think we could do that pretty easily. Number five is, like I said earlier, we wait until the NFL makes the Bills and the Bengals actually finish their game because I, I don't see how they could not finish the game i don't know like in terms of playoffs and everything like i think they might chalk it up wait i'd have to i haven't really looked what's the score what was the score to the game i mean it was like the first quarter right yeah 
I don't even know like what what the score was when they. I'm trying to find it here. Seven to three Bengals. So I guess they could call the game and just like let the Bengals get or it's the just W. Like a, no, or like they a, tie it. The game doesn't count. Like it wasn't a game. But then see, okay, that is that fucks shit up. That, right, their their win percentage is going to be altered. Dude, you know what? You know what we could do, everyone, because we're all done. We could just every single person drop all of our players well, and just let them get see, it. I kind of, I kind of like that as well. I like that better than DFS because that brings in like money. Well, like, that's kind of how. Players. Well, no, I mean, I wouldn't make them buy into a DFS. Like we would just do it our own. I uh, would have them select players and tell me, and I would track their points with our own point system that they're used to using. That was how I was planning to do it, but basically like the same as you're talking about, and we could li- literally let them pick their own players. Yeah, but like in DFS, they could both have, in theory, the same players. Same players. Like if if we did do like Bills and Bengals, DFS just as an example, they could both have Josh Allen as their quarterback. Does that make sense? That would be interesting. It it's tough because like most everyone already played pretty much. So like, I don't know if you're. It, it depends what they want, I guess. Right, and I asked them to see if is they that had a, any I don't know what the interest is, you know, because they're you would think I, they would, you know, they yeah. obviously they care because they don't want to lose, but do they want to go in and like pick a bunch right, of players? Right, right, right. That's true. Well, I would just make it as easy as possible for them and just try to like do all the legwork myself, basically. But I, I would, I would hate to make this chalk this whole week up to nothing. Like they set their lineups, they had their right. So I would hate to, you know, chalk the, this whole matchup up to nothing. I, I'm hoping maybe we get word from the NFL that they're going to play in to let them play or finish the game. And, I think I mean, we probably wait till we hear what they're going to do with the game, right? Right, right. Um. So how? I mean, because other... right. Well, not really. I mean, right now it says Shuey's a hundred percent. So like the app is already saying he won, but right, yes, uh, you got to think the odds would be pretty freaking close. Because well, here's I just want to clarify eight point game. Yeah, it does say Shuey has one hundred percent, and that is just like because they haven't figured out the game because the Bills Bengals game is not currently being played, so it's not an open game. That is the app. That's the way like the app is showing it. Oh, because it hasn't been scheduled or like but it... if you look on there, like any Bills player or Bengals player, it says postponed instead of final. Oh, I do see that. And so, so like Higgins, yeah. There's a possibility, like they said, like that that message that you read from the SPN app. There's a chance that if they played the game, they would just open the the matchup back up on the app and then they would continue to score. So the um, only other thing I can, th- if they don't play, the only thing I can think of is you got to talk to them. and like, I mean, I mean, if you're Shuey, how confident are you going to win? And if you're Mike, how confident are you, you're going to win with those guys in there, you know? Right. They're going to have different opinions. Right. And like, I'm present. Hey, wait, this is a bad time to be a commish. You're going to have to make some tough choices here, but yeah. Like it's, I personally don't, 
playing a week 18 lineup is bullshit because yep everybody's if they're a smart fantasy manager they would have known that we're not playing in week 18 so it shouldn't matter for their rosters basically so and that's when everyone gets sat all the good right. guys already in the playoffs exactly and so it would be that's why we don't play our fi- our you know final championship game championship week on week 18 we do it on week 17 people even complain about week 17 yeah. right right and i can I think understand it, i that. think it was fun yeah the only reason i can't move it up to 16 is because they have buys until week 14 right if, if week 13 tough. was the last bye week then we could make week 16 the championship week i mean it's kind of nice to get an extra week out of it but week 17 gets precarious when they're possibly sitting people I, I will say I do have a bunch of idea or a bunch of things that I read about for different like ways to do playoffs. We can make it into another pod, but Hell I like yeah. how we have we it. Should. Now, but I've also been considering other ways, so I'm I'm curious to see what you have to say about it. But I think right now we're just in limbo until they decide. We are, and it sucks because we really should have. I mean, it's nice that, and we have. I haven't even announced it on the pod yet. I've put it in our group, so those that care. No. Is this are you announcing the winner? I am announcing the bow, winner. Bow, bow. <laughs> or is a storm coming Ty- in there? Is it getting windy right. in here? Holy smokes, everybody bat <laughs> yeah. down the hatches. There's yeah. a huge fucking twister rolling. <laughs> My window just shattered. <laughs> Tyler the Twister is coming to claim his trophy. Colin, so you better watch out. If if you haven't set it out in your front yard, you better fucking do it so he doesn't destroy yeah, well, your the, house. The, well, the crazy thing is, Nick, it fucking blew away. It's already gone. It's gone. Yeah. The Twister oh came God, through. The I think Twister he is that powerful. The Twister defeated Matt this week um, in a decisive victory. I'll put it that way. He is the champion. Um, congratulations to Tyler. Yeah, the, congrats. The craziest His team part, is so fucking good. So good. He, he, so he deserves dominant. it. Yeah. He really does deserve it. Um, I think that we should talk about Tyler's team at some point. We can get him on. Yeah. And, and we can go over like his team in more detail. And but, and you know, it's well, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say his team was so good this week. And one of his best players, Jamar chase was in the Cincinnati, you know, I was going to say the same game. thing. He, so, he, he put up one fifty seven with zero Jamar chase points. Right. And obviously you expect him to get some points at least, Right. how good he is in this game so obviously tyler won either way but yeah matt kind of had a down week 110.92 and um i mean patrick mahomes and josh jacobs did their part but the rest of his team was just a little bit underwhelming 49ers defense with point i was most surprised by 49ers defense yeah because they played vegas with a backup quarterback right, right. That they're going to stomp him. They should. I would be claiming that guy, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, who? The backup quarterback. Oh, right? oh I yeah. I don't know. Stippen or something. Stidham or something. Anyways. Yeah. I won't, we won't dig the needle in too hard for Matt here, yeah. but it sucks. But he had he a great second year. Place. Yeah. He, he yep. had a great year. He had Good the best Matt. regular season and record, which a, is going to get him a little something. 
you know, he had a busy uh, playoffs. New baby. Right. He still managed. And it's not like he just, like, gave up and he was no, not at all. doing waivers doing and trying waiver. to the yeah, very was, end. I mean, he, he got to tip text, the hat He's like, him. dude, I don't know who to put in you know, for my final flex. Like, he was working on it. I mean, Hodgins with 14, Pacheco with 14. And not not bad flex plays. Just it just like, it like I think you had the ch- you were the one who had the chance to beat Tyler because yep. his team. I mean, I want to dig the knife, in Nick. <laughs> but I'm, totally guess fine. what? I'm I'm twisting it right now, buddy. Dude, okay, this <laughs> might this might be a good time just to tease this here. Okay, so last season I did some po- some stats for the season for each team, and then like kind of looked at the. I remember the sheet. Yeah. Right. So I've been working on them again, and everybody will get them at the banquet, and I'll go over the stats and stuff and some trends with you. But, dude, I just say this, like, looking at some of those fucking season-long stats, I, oof. They're, what? It's just, you're right. I definitely had, if any team had the chance to beat Tyler, the firepower to do it, it would have been my team. I mean, your team. Yeah fucking balled out this week but who would have guessed that? no no that's, that's... Luck. like your team was actually fucking good right i mean yeah, I yeah. so like, i mean if you look at the players it's it was you and tyler with the most consistent like absolute studs on the team some of the stats i don't want to give them out we'll do a whole pod on this on the season long stats and we'll look at the playoff stats as well which i don't have worked up yet but Basically, some of the stats are just like holy shit, like, overwhelmingly. You can see like, who had a good season, yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. and who didn't. Um, so they're kind of cool. I can't wait to share those with everybody, but, but yeah. So, I guess um, I kind of wanted, I kind of want to talk more about what we should do about this matchup at the end here. Do we do we make both of them the losers of the league? That that's it. I could think of that. I mean, that's that's an option. But if you're them, I I, I think they both have an argument to be like, I was gonna fucking win. Right. Well, it's def- it definitely was a coin like Chewie's locked in at those points. And yeah, right. you know, Mike's playing Buffalo's defense, and since he was probably gonna go off, but he has Higgins in there, and he only needs, as it is right now, like eight nine points. I know. So I could like both of them oh are probably like, gosh. dude, I fucking want. Like, I'm not taking the punishment. But yeah. it, I guess it depends interest level at this point. Are they just, just like, hey, I'm in the pit. Like, let's just. Maybe we could like. Maybe we can let them pick one player from their rosters. For next week, just do like one v one. Death match. one player or just one player because. Now it's a little week eight. One player in the weird. whole league. Yeah. That would be sick. Yeah. I like that because you you might change who you pick based off week eighteen because some people are gonna be like chilling or like not playing that much. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. There are people there are gonna be teams that are benching their players this week, like there were last week. Right. Like Derrick Henry didn't play last week. And and there would be minimal work required. All they have to do is say, I pick this player, and we just look on our app. Like, they don't well, have to actually gonna, acquire I mean, they, him. They got to do a little research. No, they wouldn't No, have I'm to saying, like, him. in terms right. of going on, like, DFS and, like, setting shit up or right. all of us dropping players, they just say, hey, 
this is my guy. And we just look who wins. The old pit showdown. I want to see. Hopefully they respond to me. I mean, I, I sent a big paragraph, but I don't know. They dude, respond. If, yeah, but think you got to put yourself in their shoes. You're in the pit. No, I know. Both, That's why I'm both of them are good teams and they should not be where they are. And, and I'm trying to put myself it. in their shoes. Yeah. And if it was me, I would at least have I would have a preference, dude. Are you kidding? I wouldn't I, want I to would at least give my preference. But at the same point, I've you know, I I think I'm or I guess if, we'll see. You know, if, if one of these two just wants to take the bullet, <laughs> which I don't know why they would just do that. Both of them hey, have yeah, a do you want to strong get claim as to why they tomatoes? think they would win. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. It's it's tough. I mean it it's wild that it was just this game. It's, this could have been like multiple games. Oh yeah. Well so, there there are like, other matchups that are technically not done yet because but they don't really matter. They just matter in the long term seeding. Which I guess still matters in some way, shape, or form, but it's you know but then it but then it comes like almost case well, like, by case because this this matchup was so close right that i think we would choose a different option compared to someone who's like basically won it wouldn't be right. fair to do like pick yeah player. this is not a clear winner one way or the other who do you think i honestly think mike would have won probably but Unless, you don't know that wonder if no, wonder if no you know burrow goes off i mean there are many instances this season that defenses have had negative points right the bills defense only had eight at this point and it's the beginning it's the first quarter right but you're you're going to assume because it's joe burrow they're going to have a couple sacks right maybe maybe a pick but then you're also going to assume higgins is gonna dude get, get a couple catches let's just look at their performances this week because they're both they're, both teams are good Mike had Tom Brady, who finally Jesus went off 46.98 points. Good for Tom. And he stacked him with Godwin, who had 22.5. No wonder Fournette had a bad game. He must have just thrown it all over. James Conner with 15.5. Hell yeah. Tyler Algier, great um, waiver pickup and then play great. in the flex, 18.5 yep. points. He was an absolute stud towards the end of the year. Mike's probably kicking himself because he's got Dalton Schultz with 24 and a half points on the bench down there. I don't know if I would have started him, though. I mean, if you grabbed Algier off the – I know it's they're, – they're both waiver guys, so it's like, you know. Yeah. Dude, Algier was like the start – like everyone was saying, if you don't have him in your league or like if he's not picked up, you got to get him. He finished get him. the league – The lat, he had 27, 17, and then 18. I mean, yeah, that's huge. He's gonna be he's gonna a be good high. running back next year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that we're already talking about next season. Yeah, it's like when's the draft tomorrow? <laughs> Just start doing mock drafts tomorrow. <laughs> Season's not even done. Uh looking at Chewy's team, he's got Dak Prescott with fifteen, Najee Harris with twenty five and a half, Ken Walker with twenty and a half. Stud. Tyree Kill with 15 and a half. Mike Williams with 16 and a half. 
George Kittle with a measly 12. Chris Olave, eight points. I didn't even think he was going to play this week. Yeah. Browns defense with 20 and Daniel Carlson with 12. Oh, Shuey just texted me back. Dude, I will I will give Shuey credit. He he always seems to start the right start. players. I think I have a stat that sort of reads into that a little bit. Like um way off. What do you mean? Like no, American, no, I don't think so. Okay. Nobody's way off. I mean, it's small differences, but basically, you I, I tracked everybody's like projection for the week versus what they actually got, and you can like compare it That's sort nice. of to your average. So is points left on the bench. Do you have anything on and, that? Right, we have. I tracked points left on the bench as well. Wait, but <clears throat> that's harder to read because, for instance, not everybody carries a backup quarterback. Right, tends to sway that stat, but you know we could just add, uh, honestly pull everything up and like go through it at one time. But you can see like, basically. Oh yeah, we could do that. But you can see basically, like, who, on average, scores more than like their, the computer's projection. Match. Well, there are some players who do better, significantly better. About about the same, like equal to the projection, and then some players that do, like significantly under the projection. Which I feel like, I feel like just by default, most players should be right around the projection. But there are some right. players that are like ten percent, ten percent of the time they're different. Under know? or over? Under. You mean just different than? Right. I get. There's, I get what you mean. Basically, the, big there's one. There's one team that ha- that scores on average ninety percent of their projection. So that's wow. either bad luck, or it's like the computer doesn't always, or they're trying to go like, in there and be fancy and start people that are not projected. Maybe depend. I would have to look at it. <clears throat> like a lot of times, like the projections don't move up and down that much with a bad matchup or a good matchup. I mean, they do. But they're projecting like averages, basically. So it's always going to include a little bit of higher or lower than like, you know, it's, the computer is pretty fucking good, though. You know, uh, who was yeah. the guy, the Dallas guy that got hurt for you? Tony Pollard. Yeah, right. So he got hurt and I just Googled the their backup because I was like, they're going to have to play backup. They had that Davis guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he was not he had no projection or anything like no outlook. And then they finally put him to a projection, 9.2 points. I was thinking about picking him up. I did it. Guess, guess what he got? Fucking 9.2 points. The guy hasn't – he's played like two games the whole year. I'm like, how I the mean, fuck yeah, do they know insane. that? I mean, yeah, that's insane. That's insane. I have no idea. Obviously, yeah. But I like to think if you are consistently outsmarted the computer – You're basically – Like, you know which guys are going to do better than their projection. I mean, you know, like – it might not be, I might not be a genius, but like Justin Jefferson, when he does well, he's going to do better than his projection. Like it just happens. Even yep. if he's projected 23 points, you know what, what happened I mean? in this game, dude, against me and you Kirk cousins. Suck. Kirk cousins, the primetime killer. Mm. Yep. It happens. He struck in. I think, I don't know. The green Bay cornerback got into uh, Justin Jefferson's head a little bit. 
The Packers, dude. Fuck the Packers. They're gonna. The I mean, I actually like the Packers, but no. Aaron Rodgers bugs me. Fuck the Packers. <laughs> yeah, dude, they smoke. I got fucked 41. last dude, week. It was forty-one seventeen. I got fucked this week. Yeah, insane. Yeah, dude. and I just stacked one team and beat your roster. That was way better. Dude, your roster was fucking good this week. Daniel Jones, basically forty points. Brandon Ayuk, twenty nine points. Uh, Richie James, twenty and a half points. I Giants up defense, right the game. twenty one points. Robbie Gold, Same fourteen. Same thing. Jacoby Myers, sixteen and a half points. And then your two running backs, Miles Sanders and Leonard Fournette, combined for like eighteen points. Yeah, and I mean you, all those people. So Gabe Davis hasn't even played zero. Miles points. Sanders, Fournette. Ayuk and Jacoby were people I've always kind of had for a while, but Daniel I, I Jones. Just, I was just like, I'm gonna either score 90 points or I'm gonna get lucky and beat you. I bet Daniel Jones Giants. just earned himself a contract for the Giants. They're gonna pay him, I think, this offseason. They should. And he's gonna be a very relevant fantasy quarterback. Top ten next season, dude. Top he's 10. gonna he'll get drafted. Yeah, he's going to be a top 10 fantasy. He already is this year, but like they get some pieces together, dude. They're going to be scary dude, next Brian year. Brian Dable is it Brian or Ryan? Brian Dable, their coach there um, in New York. He's fucking good and he's getting Daniel yep. Jones to play well. And like yep. they're letting him run and show us that athleticism. Like that's, that's good, dude. He's going to be good for fantasy next year. I but, agree. Yeah. Colin, you had a hell of a week. You did it when you needed it. So that that means Colin got third, if you guys don't know, and I got fourth. So, yep. That, you, when you text me, I hate fantasy. I hate fantasy. I was dude. like, dude, I, I get it. Because I, fucking I mean, hate if fantasy. You just, like, if you just pulled this up and showed it to, like, anyone that knew anything about football and showed them what the rosters were, Dude, be like, oh, dude, you're gonna get fucking smoked. You know what my average? But <laughs> you know what my average points for on the season was? No, one hundred and fifty-one point seven nine points. <laughs> that was my average on the season. That is so fucking good. As an average, yeah. What was mine? Probably like one thirty, one twenty. You were in the one thirties. Yeah. So, but. That was clearly the highest average on the season, and it means nothing because I didn't win any money. I fucking lost. I I, I got the first round by, and I scored 180 fucking points in that first round. And I remember what I said to you. I said, "Oh yeah, I got a great had a great week, but hopefully I didn't fucking use all my points." And you were like, "Ooh, I had a great week on my bye week," and I was like, "I, oh, know I love that. talking shit." It sounds your team is just so bad. good, dude. It's so easy, but I see. Oh now. my god. Now it's like, I get what you mean. Dude. And not only that, but it's like, look at who killed me. It was first, it was Devontae Adams who ended he the went season off this week. I know he, he went off this week. Yeah. I'm just saying he ended the season as like the, the wide receiver uh, three or four in our league in fantasy. And then Justin Jefferson, who's like the wide receiver one or two. Point. Those are the guys that fucking killed me. So it's like, in like, obviously, Tyler beat me last week and he has an amazing team and I just needed to be good and it just wasn't. 
And so, so like this week, happens, you, two weeks you don't in a row. expect a stud like that, though, or studs like that to to have such poor games. Especially like two I weeks cons- in a row. I would consider a bad game for like Justin Jefferson like 15 points. And he had so, two. Last week I scored 131. This week I scored 132. So I scored less than 20 points. I scored 20 points lower than my season average in the two games that really matter in the postseason. What's Tyler's season average? Um, let me have see. that available, or right, or are we not releasing the stats yet? I mean, we can talk about him. I guess I think we should talk about Tyler. We got to give him some credit. He balled. Okay. Let's see if I can pull it up here. I mean, so what? What did he? I got to look at this. I want to see what he finished overall record. So he he because I know he was ten and four. Um, his right? average on the season was one forty one. I'm sorry, his average points for one forty three point seven four. But I, I feel like I, I would have to look into this. I feel like he had no – he was more no bad weeks at all. Um, like I, he didn't necess- – like what was his top and what was his bottom, you know? That's a good question. So let me see here. He never had under 100 points. Right. Wow. His lowest game that I can see here was 112.5. And he actually won that week against an opponent who scored 109. So he and got the matchup bonus there. That he was, also never week seven was a weird bye week. I remember Six, Tyler seven, never eight, scored so. over 180. His highest score was 179. Yep. So he was always like 140 and up, pretty much. So me and Tyler had the highest average points for. Well, you had the highest. I had 151.79. He had 143.74. Yeah, I did that. And I had a higher average points against. So teams on average are scoring more against me than Tyler. So personally, I do like the format we have now. However, I did I do see the argument like for your side, say like almost uh best ball when you get to the playoffs or like are you talking about like t- having two weeks like my sister's no play? i'm talking about you the tops you you get into the playoffs and then you play against everyone so the top oh. four, the top four scores move on the top two scores there move on wow so there's no matchups because you're in the playoffs. wow i like that well i know you like it i would hate it Cause I'd be like, fuck that, dude. Well, no, dude, you actually, you had good. Right. Oh, yeah. I know, but I'm just, I think that, and I also did see something where, you know how we kind of had that uh, debacle for who got fifth and sixth, like, and yeah. I squeaked in. Okay. I did see the top five can be selected by, you know, a record and standings. And then the sixth player that gets in is the player with the highest points for. Yeah, I've seen that idea too, and I like that. I like that, but at the same time, I, I like. I just love matchups, dude. It's like that kind of takes the fun out of it. It's like you know, hey, I played him, 
I mean, I right. got lucky and I beat him. That's why I'm here. Yeah, I also agree with that. I think I it's more fun when you when the head to head is like worth Important. something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. <sighs> yep. Started talking about my team, and now this is how I'm feeling. All right. So even though they're not final yet, like in the app, we can at least see all of the final rankings except for the the last two, eleven and twelve. So, so final for everything, but last two. Spots. I think we can figure that out. So yeah. number one, number two, Tyler and Matt. Congratulations to both of them. Number three, Colin. Congratulations to Colin. Thank you. I am number four. And congrats. So I guess <laughs> I can't exactly tell right off the rip here. I think Ungi got five and Blake got six. I think. Hold on. We got to look at the, uh, I don't think it'll tell you. We got to look at the uh, bracket. Oh yeah. That's a good call. I should probably just look at the bracket. So you, I, I think. Well, yeah, you'd be right. I think Ungi should have it over Blake. I'm not exactly sure. Um, yeah, because he he's got it one twenty eight to eighty point two nine two. Well, that oh, was actually Blake last... has all the Bills fucking players. Yeah, I don't think we can completely tell. We Plus, can't. it has to do with. How they if they won or lost last week, and so yeah, but we gotta let the computer figure that one out. Um, but down in the pit, these are all I guess technically they're all pending this this game happening the Bills Bengals, but it looks like Dylan beat Lucas, so that means he will get seven. Lucas will get eight. You know what? This is tough to do because he's got Joe Burr. <laughs> and luckily it's, like every, it's low luckily uh, yeah. it's all low stakes except for the yeah. bottom <laughs> but if i'm like luke listeners it's like fuck you dude I'll here's one we know for sure all right thomas beat tom Woo! so that means thomas well, gets woo, nine just know it. and tom gets 10 which tom what happened this week buddy yeah he fell off this also week. I did you, like, maybe you i will say I, ha- I do have to do a side note Okay. I don't know if you were still there. New Year's Eve, Tom Roth playing on game bat and oh my god, it was incredible playing on the floor. Yes, Boom. I saw that. It's a game winning shot from the floor. It was August. insane. And Ungi was like bodying him so bad. Yeah, Ungi was kind of dominating, but Tom had the soft hands. <laughs> oh, that's a good tangent. Tom, congratulations on yeah, your good uh, shot, Tom. Corey um, terrible fantasy score league. 64.7 points awful great shot and then um yeah 11 and 12 is tbd i guess they're all really tbd but as and far those as, are the standings as far as right now the stand the final seating doesn't really matter i mean one two three and twelve matter currently because we don't have um, incentive rolled into next season based off of the seeding um, at the end of the playoffs because we have our, our sweet competition. 
because we have our draft order competition. But that is one of the topics we are going to vote on at the banquet to see if it's to see if people want to incentivize these seeding positions at the end of the at the end of the playoffs because if they are to be incentivized, I think it, it gives people a reason to play all the way through week 17, whether they're in the I, money. I or do not. agree. And yeah, I agree with that. Just I think we need to figure out a way to still have the competitions. Yes. But incentivize the results of the previous year. Okay. Yeah. Like a combo, you know, we, we'll talk about it. What yeah. about, I was in a league once that all 12 people made the playoffs. Does that tickle your fancy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, kind of. But, like, how does that even work? Is it, like, half the season's the playoffs? Basically, it was, like, five rounds, I think. Or maybe four uh, with a couple no. of buys at the beginning. No. Yeah, there's why. why would we do that? Basically, we the the league I did that in. No, we didn't buy in, so there was like no right. money. It was just like so then, yeah, all for fun. I mean, it, so we can eliminate that. Is, That's good. Yeah, I think there's valid ways to make the playoffs better for like, but I I think you still need to incentivize getting off to a good hot start. Yeah, yeah. Like I like you mentioned earlier, having like that sixth person get put in like by whoever has the most points that isn't yep. already locked into the playoffs. Because remember, I we, don't... we basically had a three-way weird ass tie, right? And I, I don't know who we would have to look at that. Like who would have gotten in? And see, that makes sense to me. And and I could, I would say this. There are other formats, and we will talk about them. But like some leagues, they play two matchups in one week. They play their opponent, like me versus you, and you also play in that same week you versus the league average. And so people will be like, what? That doesn't make sense. Why? Here's why. Because, for instance, I will take an example. Last week... Lucas and Shuey played each other and they had the top two scores in the whole league on the week. And, and Shuey, Shuey lost for like not going to the, pit, right, the right. bottom. Yeah. Even if you take that so, out of it, even if you take that out of it. So they would have lost to Lucas, but he would have beat everybody else in the whole league. So he would have got one win, one loss. Correct. He would have got a win versus the league average for the week. And he would have got a loss versus his opponent, which was Lucas. What's league average? Does that mean top six, regardless of it would be the league... loss, top six players? Top would... six scores of the week get a win. The league average on the week would be all 12 scores added up and divided by 12, the average. Okay, so it would break out like that. Top six scores of the week get a win, regardless of the actual win-loss. Bottom six get a loss. So you could go, you could well, win no, the I mean, week, but get it more than six teams can beat the average. Because if if there's one, like if my if the average is raised because there's two people in the same week that have a 200 point game, 
then the average is going to be higher. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. Or if would it work out like that? Like not every week, six players Does would it? beat the average. Sometimes it would be less, and sometimes it'd be more, because the average is moving week to week based on how good the other teams in the on the week are doing. Okay. Does that make sense? So you you could pick up two wins. You could, yeah. You could definitely pick up two wins. You could pick up two two losses if you were that bad. Um, but the reason I even bring this up is because in that type of format, where even if you lose against your opponent, like points on the week matter even more because you're playing the average in the league each week. Then I would say maybe, okay, just like the most points, like for that sixth seed to get into the playoffs. I think that makes sense. But like, if you're not incentivizing just like points even more and you're the currently the highest incentive is to just beat your opponent. Like, you know what I mean? And the the easiest way to do that is to just score the most points you can, you can. But like, for instance, if I'm playing Tom and I know he's just got a weak lineup, then I don't have to drop my, you know, if my kicker's on by, then I can just, you know, keep the kicker that's on by in there instead of having to like switch my roster around. Does that make sense? Like there are ways around, you can still win against your opponent, but get a loss without actually beating him. Right. So basically I'm just saying like there's other ways to do it. The way we are set up right now, I don't like points points alone like getting you into the playoffs. Because I think the head-to-head matchup is more fun. It's more competitive that it's way. It's more fun. Cuz then it would be like you you're looking at it you're like I don't care who I play. What's yeah. my team going to like you're not looking at who's he playing, what's he doing. So I I guess thinking about it the seeds at the end of the playoffs do actually matter because when I create the schedule for next season, it's based off of the seeding. And so it's like the top, know that. the top four teams will be in a division next season. The middle four teams will be in a division next season. And the bottom four teams will be in a division next season, basically playing each other twice. I like that's good. So I guess there is that's incentive, fun. but. It's only really like for the but for the guys so at the different. bottom. Yeah, I mean each year is different. But essentially I mean I and then you have to look at it. It's like do I wanna be seated with some people that are Yeah. I don't, I don't know if people would be thinking about it necessarily if it matters that much. No. But basically it's like, you know, if people stop caring and they start doing bad and they and you know they don't care as much yeah. and they're going to get put against people who also don't care as much in theory you know what i mean which so and then people who do care won't be able to take advantage and play those guys twice in a season in theory i said they yeah, won't always so, dude it doesn't always pan out i didn't realize how many variables Options and like yeah yes yeah that's just how i choose it, you know, to it make sounds, the schedule. In, in theory it sounds easy it's like let's just make it 
so the whole year is good you know fun for everyone it's yeah, like it's how do tough you... yep i don't know but i guess that kind of wraps up we're in limbo so we talked about week 17 and how it's um pending currently to the best of our abilities yep. i wonder if this is the first time in fantasy history this has happened I would say probably not, although maybe on like championship week, yes. That's what makes this like such a big deal for fantasy. I mean, obviously it's terrible. It's a big deal for the NFL. I mean, I had like ladies at work that don't even watch football. Oh yeah. Like, messaging in the chat, like pray for him. You Same. Know? Like this is crazy. Like people that don't watch football are like putting an eye on it and being like, I, I mean, I hope he's, have you heard anything? Last I heard, he's in Last I heard he's condition. like on a ventilator. Yeah, ventilator. Yeah. And he's still in Cincinnati, but critical condition. And I don't. I haven't heard any updates since then. He had cardiac arrest. They did CPR for like nine minutes on him. Yeah, and you so, got to think if you're a player, like right on the field watching that CPR for ten minutes. Like, yeah, I'm not going out and playing this game. They kind of had to cancel it, I guess. Oh, I mean, from a player point of view, I certainly agree with them not finishing the game. It's it's an NFL problem, not a player's problem. Like right. they don't have to. Why would they? Even if the NFL said no, we're not going to postpone this game. What are they going to do? The players, are, if the players decide not to go out on the field, you. what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, that's Literally. what I mean, dude. This is going to have. This is. I mean, power the players. The player. Like at what point the players can't. At some point, they're they're not going to say, "Oh, we can't play the rest of the season." Like that would be, no, that would be but, a change. But, you for know, do, I mean, sport. do you think Roger Goodell is sitting up there, like, if it's up to him, he's saying, "Play this game so it doesn't mess up." Yeah, logistics. I think he's going to try to do what's best for the league, and what's best for the league is to make sure the playoffs roll without a hitch. Roll. Yep. You want to make sure everything's By the fair. way, the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. Well, if they even make the play. I mean, how is any of this going to work? I mean, if right. they, they're 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 playing for the number one seed potentially in the playoffs or the number two where they would get a bye in the first round or their home field advantage and stuff like that. And so if they don't give them a win or a loss for this game, that's going to affect their win percentage on the season. That's going to affect where they're going into the playoffs seated. I would hate to be like the guy in charge right now. Cause I mean, there's no, like, what do you do? Cause then you got to think about player safety. You you can't just be like, Hey, we're going to pop out two games real quick. Well, I don't know if there's pre a pre-existing condition with this player or if it was like just, Oh, I I just mean like replaying the game because they already canceled it for this week. So they're going to play week 18. I'm saying turn around. Like, right. when are they going to do sure. this? That's not fair to those teams then. Because that's a good question. I mean, they really could both be in the playoffs, right? They, they will certainly. Both. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I'm so. not sure if they both are locked in, but they both were certainly playoff contenders big time. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And that, that also affects who, like, the, you know, those other teams on the cusp who won't make it. I'm sure, I'm sure like Pittsburgh and shit. Needed a Bengals loss. 
Yeah. I don't we know could how probably it's gonna... do a whole pod on that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't like leaving it like this because it's um I feel also... like we're just floating around in nowhere, like I said, limbo. Yeah. But and that's um, what we are in. Yeah. I, I we have just been itching to like get on and talk, so I figure well we might as well record our little conversation and uh, hopefully somebody can get some enjoyment out of it. Tyler will probably be listening and He's the only one that cares. Since I, he can, Tyler, congrats. Yeah, dude. That was amazing. Congrats, dude. It was a hell of a season. Your team is fucking good. Congrats. We'll, Matt. we'll bring Tyler on to talk about his team because his team was incredibly good. The lack yep. of injuries. First of all, the draft that Tyler had was incredible. The lack of injuries. I mean, which CMC is a little bit not getting hurt the whole season. Or right. I think this is – I read it's his first – year since 2019 playing every game fantasy relevant game i mean they might bench him this week right cmc even he got traded traded to san francisco traded and then played but he played right didn't even skip a beat right right off played immediately all that plays into it i don't think any of tyler's key players on his team were injured at all this season i think he had him healthy for every game and obviously he traded consolidated his um Rosser and got Jamar Chase, who was basically just yeah, a just big well huge insurance policy because he really didn't need him. Yeah, he just didn't dominated even, him, even without him. Crazy. Yep. So yeah, great job, Tyler. I just can't, can't I, wait to pick your brand. Yeah, good job, Tyler. Hopefully, get yep. a little fancy knowledge for myself moving forward. I feel like we we both we both just wanted to come on here do a pod because it's like season's over. This sucks. Yes, but we will have we more pods. We're gonna get into. Uh, more player or, you know, in team stats and then league stats. Cause I, I think they're all interesting. We'll maybe try to do that on the next one. Trade outcomes would be cool. You know, see who won the trades. Yeah. Some trade outcomes. I would hurt. love to do like who, a draft yeah, recap where yeah, players got cool. drafted this season versus where they're finishing that type of thing. Best players by position. And then we can move forward and talk about, like potential punishments for next season, playoff potential formats. playoff formats, like changes that could happen in the league, a bunch of shit like that. So we got more stuff coming and more like pointed episodes. This was just to get on here and talk. Yeah. So you doing all right after that? Yeah, I was really, really fucking pissed off this weekend. Uh, yeah, I don't. I was pissed you. off last weekend, to be honest. I was more pissed last weekend. Because this weekend was worth less money, I guess. But even still, I mean, I mean, you basically, yeah, it I is feel you. It is. That's the fantasy. I don't want to look. If I would have won, I would hate if people would say just like completely chalk it up to luck because it's just not. And so I'm not going to chalk Tyler's win or your win for that matter up to luck because like way more goes into it than just luck. Does luck matter? Yes, it does. Hell yeah, it does, dude. I I did a coin coin flip. Do trends on the whole season matter? Yeah, they they really do. And There's stuff to look at. Yeah, for sure. So, I didn't win and it fucking blows, but that's just, it just happens. I could have easily won and someone else would be pissed the same as me. So, I mean, I don't want anybody to, to claim that I'm 
that I've rigged the league to win or anything. Like I know Angie would be calling me out if I won. Well, hey, I think so, we already had that claim. Oh, title. yep, for sure. Someone Nick, if you if you won the league, collusion. Yeah. Well, you'll look at these when I give you guys these. <laughs> yeah, stats, when you see the see proof, I got fucked. You'll know I got fucked. <laughs> okay. Well, I I will say a great season for Mish. Uh, congrats to Tyler. Deserved it. Congrats to Matt and myself. Congrats to the top three. Congrats to everybody who Everyone isn't actually. chewing. It, <laughs> but it's like their teams are so good. I don't know. That feels bad. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Please join us next time. Can't wait. Hopefully you guys had a fun season. For Commissioner Humphreys and Colin Bernier. Peace. They're probably calling. Peace. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers.